I said, oh man, wait a minute, there's got to be something wrong. I ain't a bad guy, just write these little songs. I always pay my union dues, I don't stay in the passing lane. And he said, what about all that whiskey and cocaine? I said, well, yeah, but that's no reason to throw me in hell. Is I didn't use the cocaine to get high, just like the way it smelled. Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 114 of Justified Pursuit. Great to be here, as always. And joining us, Riding Shotgun, the good counselor, who's kind of looking a little pissed off today, Chisholm <laughs> Cook. Good to see you, man. Thank you. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I'm doing a lot better than you. But then again, I've worked out every day this week, unlike your fat ass. Uh, you're not making it any better. <laughs> and I'm the fat one. So <laughs> you're just the angry one. Yeah. Angry is probably the wrong word, but, uh, edgy for sure. Um, yesterday, all of those talks about prayer and how you're doing great and everything. And now today you're just like on this totally different plane. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, driving all the way to Houston and back in, in one day probably contributed to it because now, my core is all bound up in knots and mm. <clears throat> I've been coughing up a lung for two weeks, although I feel a lot better. I'm finally on the back end of that, but yeah, I haven't gotten any exercise in, I think since Sunday, mm. today's Thursday, like I said, trip to Houston and back. So seven and a half hours in the truck yesterday, uh, stuff. You know, all all day long has been already a firefight, a series of firefights. Um, so yeah, I need to throw some kettlebells around and feel better, real bad. Uh, I understand. <laughs> you know, I felt that way last week when we were iced in and I couldn't go to the gym. Like I, I was like, oh, I need to like hit something. Yeah, so I get yeah. I mean, but. <clears throat> that you know contributed i did actually get i think about every other day last week some exercise but right now with because of the damn cedar i haven't been able to go outside and get on my bike or go for a run mm -hmm. right so i've been doing some lifting um but yeah i mean i, I kind of feel like trying to get over this crud i just feel like i've been just been trapped right like i would love to get on my bike it's sunny outside it's gorgeous outside i would love to go crank out you know, an hour of writing. You could put your onesie like with I'm your, gonna die. your butt pad onesie on and go for a swim. I'm switching Wi-Fi connections real quick. So keep talking and, but <laughs> shut up about onesies. I've never worn a onesie. I'll just uh, go ahead and tell you that. Uh, my dad turned 70 last week, which was cool. Hey, my we dad turned 69 last Sunday. Awesome. So happy birthday, dads. <laughs> Yep. Uh, my dad's kind of, uh, a goofball. And so he showed up to his own party with full sleeve tattoos and neck tattoos. And my dad has no tattoos. He spent two and a half hours getting this lady to spray on all this, uh, airbrushed tattoo artwork and like daggers and all kinds of cool stuff on there. Skulls, Texas Ranger logo, <laughs> full sleeves. Yeah. It was funny. Just as a surprise to yeah, make he, a joke for everybody. He else. walked in and took his jacket off, and then he just had sleeves and his t-shirt on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, but it makes me feel like, man, I'm old. Dad just turned seventy. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another thing just that made me feel old. I I just was going. I was looking at old pictures of uh, hunting dogs, and to think that I've I'm on my third lab. And that one of them lived to be 14, one lived to be 11, and now we're on lab number three. I mean, that puts into perspective those other two are long gone. But I was like, golly, old. Everything just makes me feel old these days. Um, but you know what doesn't? Valentine's Day. Do you celebrate? Do you and Ashley celebrate uh, Valentine's Day? Uh, I mean, I get everybody flowers. Yeah, not we don't make a big to-do of it. We're not going to spend money on a dinner just because... It's February 14th by any stretch. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we probably err on the side of uh, not like, I don't think Valentine's day is something that should be widely celebrated. I'm one of those who says it was just created by Hallmark 
corporate interests to yeah make us spend money just you know less than 60 days after thank after christmas but hmm. we're so sort of uh laissez-faire about these things that it does even bleed into like birthdays <laughs> important yeah. stuff <clears throat> i like steak and sex so i typically celebrate lingerie is always good too so <laughs> call me you can call me a a sucker because hallmark got me i've like totally sucked into the and we might not go out on tuesday but maybe wednesday we will go to a nice dinner and the other things will happen good so it's like yeah i sell i'm celebrating for those reasons <laughs> it's all about you and your satisfaction i got it <laughs> don't, don't act like they're not satisfied <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh it's kind of a uh, bummer uh it's not a bummer but saturday our church is doing a parents night out thing, trying to make sure that parent, you know, couples actually get to date each other. And so they're providing childcare and happens to be the same night as our elementary school father daughter dance. So I got to take Emily and Sarah to the father daughter dance instead of Ashley out to do something, which mm. we need to do. It's been a while since we've been on a date. In fact, I don't think we've been on a date since our anniversary last August. So need to get on that. Yeah, that's bad. When was the last time y'all went on a date? Um, we went to CT. We went to a restaurant in probably for my birthday in August. <laughs> okay, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, I will, but but we've been out to dinner with other couples and stuff like alone, adult time away from the kids tonight. Oh yeah, I mean a nice right, dinner. Right. Okay. See, but in, but y'all have two sets of grandparents in close proximity and brothers and sisters and cousins and right like mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah we don't have any of that. Well, we've gone to you know a couple of country concerts here and there with friends. So I got um, a twelve year old and a fourteen year old. At what point can I ask them? babysitters? That's what I'm saying. Like built in, yeah. I mean, I don't think we would ever hesitate to let a fourteen year old. Maybe sixteen is the cutoff. I guess it depends on how long i think we've had some 15 year olds sit but there's also like a difference when you're asking your kids to babysit your kids versus somebody else's kid to babysit your kid well, you don't ask you just say hey this is what yeah, you're but doing there's an inherent authority that comes with somebody else coming into your home mm-hmm. plus like they are trying to do a good job so they're like really actively playing with your kids and engaging them where you know these older two would be like shut up and go away yeah, then the little younger two will just be left to their own devices, you know. That's true. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so I got the babysitter lined up for Tuesday, but dude, I mean, in true cable procrastination fashion, there ain't a damn restaurant reservation within fifty miles left. So, like, I might be calling her back and saying, "Hey, can we uh, maybe you do Wednesday instead?" I can't find anything. Take her to a like park. 9 p.m. Take her to a park and I'm take, not in uh, junior high or high school. I'm not trying to all, take my wife to a park to get in her take an all seasons tailgater uh, grill set up and cook some steaks at the park. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. I'm not sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just go to the restaurant and be like, here's my $150. <laughs> Bring me the steak. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think about spy balloons? I want to get into this because yeah. there, I mean, everyone knows what, what happened. I was screaming from the first day that we found out, like, shoot that MF or down. What are we doing? This doesn't make any sense. And then I read, like, it's common knowledge now that the Biden administration knew about it four days before the public knew the balloon was in our airspace. You know, it's really cool is somehow they found out about supposedly three of them that flew over during the Trump administration that went undetected because, because then three super high ranking officials from the Trump administration said, yeah, that never happened, including mm-hmm. the director of national intelligence, the uh, director, the department, the uh, secretary of the department of defense. I did not and know the secretary of state. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't see that. That was no. So this like, was their de- deflect. Yeah. Yeah. It up? happened to Trump too. Right. Totally. Totally. They tried to claim that three times that balloons flew over our nation during the Trump administration. 
And immediately, John Ratcliffe, um, Mike Pompeo, and uh, the other cat, um, I mean, they're all spooky, spook, spooks, but mm-hmm. uh, all said, yeah, that never happened. And so then the spin from the Biden White House was that, oh, they actually went undetected. So yeah, those people wouldn't have known about it. We discovered it during the our administration. And we uh, and they and then, then and then they said, and then we'll go ahead and brief the representatives of the prior administration on the matter. So there's, it was there's what brief them about what you're making up because you look like an idiot. After the fact, think about this. They said that they had gone undetected during that administration. So how did they detect somehow them they detected them? <laughs> so they have like a they have some kind of like retroactive uh, detection. Yeah, they have like a there's there's some conspiracy theory about uh, a technology that lets them look into the past. But yeah, they have some sort of like spyglass uh. way of looking in at, at prior time. Well, let me ask you this: Did was Trump a fan of China? I mean, China, no. China. Right. If those balloons would have been in our airspace, there would have been missiles going off the second that they were discovered. They'd be like, yeah, oh. well, let's get back to your original question, which is what are my thoughts on it? My thought mm-hmm. is this is a big giant uh, psyop, um, plain and simply. Um, I don't believe for one second, 100% that they're even Chinese balloons. They could be, but mm-hmm. why do I believe them? Why do I believe China? Why do I believe anybody on any of this? <laughs> I'm serious. That's, what, that's the that's the uh, that's the light of the end of the tunnel and justified pursuit is what what we've figured out is we don't believe anything. The Bible. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Dead serious about that. Uh, Seriously. The. So at the same time, like literally within hours, almost literally almost within hours of Hunter Biden's legal team changing their strategy on the laptop to it was stolen and the department of justice should prosecute criminally the, the laptop repair guy. Mm-hmm. In other words, yeah, it's ours. All of a sudden a spy balloon is flying across the United States. Um, while we clearly are desperately trying to instigate a war in East Asia. Well, not, not, we're not trying to instigate it. We've always been at war with East Asia, of course. Right. Meaning both Russia and China. <clears throat> A buddy of mine sent me an article from 2019 from The Guardian, that British magazine, British mm-hmm. newspaper, that explained that the United States Department of Defense had been testing surveillance balloons over U.S. airspace already for some, some, many, many missions at that point, collecting like your whereabouts, tracking American citizens to test out these balloons. So there's an article from just four years ago where we were flying these things over our own airspace for the exact same purposes we claim the Chinese are doing it. Not that it matters because these dumb rectangular screens that we carry in our pockets are doing all the same shit anyway. So who cares? Mm. Right? Like we're being tracked period. End of story, including on this phone call. So, so what? It could be a Chinese craft. And if it was, then it was a literal test balloon just to see what we would do about it. I don't care that that, a spy satellite is getting all the same information that they would have gotten just from flying the stupid thing over the country. They yeah, but the thing nothing. about this flight pattern, like, definitely hovered over multiple military bases. Like, what? That seemed how kind many of trips. In- how many trips over those bases has their spy satellite technology done? I don't None have of, any idea. Like, the, 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 dude, <clears throat> my point is, if it was Chinese, it was not a mission to gather information. It was a mission to push our boundaries and see what we would put up with. Because maybe a future balloon will carry an EMP and it'll completely devastate our entire grid, right? Mm-hmm. But again, just because China claimed it, why do I believe for one second it well, wasn't just a why American would China style? claim something if they, they could have just said what 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 benefit does it give to China to claim something that's not theirs? Because at the top level, dude, the Biden administration and Xi Jinping are in each other's freaking pockets. Yeah, well, like, I mean, they're the funniest not actually, meme I dude, saw they was... pretend this is the this is Orwellian stuff, right? Like at its core, they all pretend that we're adversaries, yet they're flowing millions of dollars back and forth to each other. It's all BS, dude. It's all. A ruse. Did you see the the meme? Uh, Biden and Ming on the phone, and it it's Ming says, uh, "We got Ming? what we needed." It's what? Who's Ming? What did you? Who does the Chinese Xi, president? Xi Jinping. Ping. 
Ping, yeah, Ming, Ming, Sorry, G. Yeah. G, whatever. Yeah. Him and Biden on the phone. Ming, Ping. Uh, and it's he says, we got what we needed. You can shoot it down now, idiot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> Biden basically. says, yes, sir, boss. <laughs> Except it's not information. It, it wasn't, they didn't get what they needed in terms of like collecting. <laughs> the only data they collected was how much of this crap are, they, are Americans willing to put up with? And oh, how much of a distraction can we create from Hunter's laptop, from the fact that people are dropping like fries, flies from the Pfizer shot, from the fact that apparently Fauci, and I need to look this up, himself has said, uh, turns out we're never going to be able to stop uh, cold viruses with vaccines. Huh. They don't really work thought. for that. Yeah. Uh, surprise, because they never have, which has always been the reason we've never had a cold vaccine. So, like, it's garbage, dude. Well, here's the thing. Garbage. It got exactly the reaction that it wanted, including from you. No offense. Shoot that damn thing down and a bunch of, you know, rednecks with their guns pointed at the sky and putting that shit on. Uh, what? TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. But OK, but you know what I mean? You see my point, right? Well, dude, like, what? a whole bunch of people got up. Don't get me wrong. Shoot it down. Should have been shot down over Montana. hundred percent. Right. If there's any the legit. Thing. No. In fact, to your point about four days, it should have been shot down over the Alaskan Aleutian Islands where there's no people four days before it ever hit Montana. But it Correct. wasn't. Why not? Oh, Alaska also happens to be the place where the Biden administration officials, including our secretary of state, Anthony Bleakin, right after taking inauguration, met with a bunch of Chinese and literally got like bitch slapped in front of the entire world where they got chewed out on American soil by the Chinese and took it like babies. Bitches. Yeah. So here are my thoughts on it. Yes, I wanted it shot down. And if nothing else, because of morale what says f you china let's go america more than they shooting shot it down. down bro it's all good they shot I, it dude down. they Look shot it down there. like Woo! five or six saw days too late of, oh, saw pictures of, of 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 seamen navy navy operators getting in the water and dragging it was all good we way to go america we shot it down safely after it trans transversed the entire continent from alaska to south carolina correct but hey we couldn't risk any lives because it was really really big and now we've got it yeah. and the chinese are pissed so big that if the if they're you know going back to what you said about them deflecting to Trump and making that crap up, dude, my friend in Missouri took a picture of it with his cell phone and sent it to me. Really? You could see it. It was so big you could see it everywhere. Yes, he's like, is that the that's not the moon? He goes, oh, that's that spy balloon. He took a picture of it, sent it to me on a text message, and then it, and then it had zoomed it in. He's like, oh, there's the balloon. You know who the so biggest. It's purchaser so big that everyone the, can see it. Go ahead. You know the biggest purchaser of helium in the world is. I don't have any idea. Yes, probably. 15 year old kids the u.s department of defense so they can suck it out of a balloon and talk funny <laughs> don't act like you never did it for sure <laughs> one time i did it did too much and ended up like passing out and then when i woke up my voice wasn't funny sounding because I, I did it i took a whole <laughs> balloon down <laughs> so here's here's what i'm gonna <clears throat> say about it did you hear what i said dude the uh, biggest purchaser of helium in the world. Oh, China. Is the U.S. Department of Defense. No, our Defense Department. We probably buy it from China. I would bet money that's where we get it. Yeah, probably. The irony. So, But here's the thing. Whatever, whatever the situation was, whatever the truth is, they looked like idiots the way that they handled it. So I don't like... They, they looked terrible. I don't see. I mean, the, I don't know. Maybe if it, it maybe it is their balloon, and they, they more said, oh, or, did they look more terrible than at any other juncture in this entire administration's history? I would say yes, including when they were running for the you know, running through the primary. Because the average person, worse than Afghanistan, believes that, worse than Kareem John Beer on any given afternoon. Yeah, but this is on U.S. soil, so it's different. I believe like I think that it is it's like now they've that's like a shot fired by China dude <laughs> the emails from the laptop which have now been corroborated and authenticated prove nobody cares Chisholm. that this group of jackasses has been on the dole taking money from the Chinese communists since Biden was vice president did you see AOC so like, like uh, of course there's nothing he's going to do when they start flying balloons over this country supposedly AOC said, uh, why are we, she deflected the whole thing. Half why are we, yeah, why are we worried about this laptop? We should be focused on healthcare, education, on like goes through but this. But she, you know, she acknowledged that it's half, it's full of, ha it's half true. 
Like even mm. AOC, as full of it as that woman is, couldn't deny that. Uh, uh, sounds like a lot, of, a lot of this thing's actually pretty legit. Yeah. So yeah. also AOC. So literally right after we taped our show last oh, week, she's she's screaming about Omar being taken off of the uh, whatever foreign committee she was on. Uh, foreign and, committee. And made it about a woman of color. Right. Two totally, white dudes. Totally missed the part about her being a bigot herself and hating Jewish people. I... It's about it's racist against a woman of color. I'm like, yeah, Lee. Uh, there was a great moment. McCarthy was being grilled about taking these three off. And he was like, they were like, how can you do this when you have representatives like Marjorie Taylor Greene and and uh, Lauren Boebert on committees? And he goes, are either of them on the intelligence, uh, judiciary or foreign affairs committees? And the, they were there was like dead silence from the press corps. And he goes, so I rest my case. Thanks. <laughs> In other words, like. These are in really important positions, and these people are horribly, horribly corrupt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not to mention, you know, they've just, like we've said, made a complete caricature out of both of those women. They're not who they pretend they are, and they've never said or done ha- any of the things they claim, but whatever. Um, have you been keeping up with the hearings with the uh, Twitter execs? Actually, do you know, no. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, they yeah, yesterday they they started the... They're getting roasted. I mean, like, I forget who. It's funny because that. I did see an article, a headline claiming that this backfired on the Republicans somehow. No, it did not. Because no. literally she's like, uh, I wish I would have written down the name of the politician that's interviewing the, but she's like, are you a doctor? And the lady's like, no, she's, so you didn't study medicine. No. Well, then why did you censor Harvard educated medical professionals when they released COVID information, some of it coming from the CDC themselves, which you still labeled as misinformation. So I, I'm, it might have been McCarthy that said there's going to be like trials, like they're going to press charges on these people. Arrests might be made. You have said for a long time we'll never gain any justice here. Um, I like to stay white pilled and hope that we do, but. Um... I'll believe it when I see it. I've basically, you've basically like you've demoralized me. They, yeah, there's they've no. They've demoralized me. It has they, demoralized me. What did this person say? Like, what was their response? No, she just said, "No, I'm not a doctor." I mean, then the lady just kept hammering her. You know, right. how stupid do you look? And she goes, "Well, our policy was to protect the individuals." And she goes, "You mean protect them by labeling true statements as false? How is that protecting people?" Like basically, the lady just sat there and just took it. What else could she say? Everything they did was a lie. Like there, there was no defense. <laughs> she just stood, she just sat there and took her beating publicly. Um, yeah, and more to come on that. And uh, well over half of the American public will never see five seconds of that that wasn't cherry picked by leftist rags to uh, dismiss it and make it look like something that it's not. Maybe justice for that. Maybe justice on the Hunter Biden laptop. But like, I the fact that Biden hasn't been impeached is, I mean, it's my, is it not mind blowing, dude? I heard on Peter McCullough's is he podcast, the most corrupt president of all time, just this week, that the total death count in the first, dude, it was like the first. I don't know, 90 days of the vaccine rollout was like 5,000 people had dropped dead, like within moments of taking the shot. No, and that, that can't was be true. Huh? That can't be true. Chism. Nobody would believe that. Yeah. No, it's in fact so true that it's part of the record that the CDC and FDA, the FDA, I guess, attempted to see. Remember when the FDA was saying, we're going to seal all of this data? Maybe it was actually in the trials. Maybe it was hundreds of, maybe it was some astronomical number in the trial that dropped dead from the shots. It was all being hid from the public by the FDA in their attempt to seal it. And remember a judge, we've talked about this a few months ago, a judge, no, it was like almost a year ago now, ruled that no, you have 70, like basically seven months to unveil all this, not 77 years, right? The court, the records are now fully public. Pfizer knowingly was administering these drugs, knowing that they were going to have 
a, a potential death rate that exceeded anything that had ever been approved. The FDA is fully aware of it. That's all public record now. And the first time I'd ever heard about it, I had a, somebody who, if I hadn't heard what was in that stuff, mm-hmm. what kind of scrub job is the to- like is happening where the first time I ever hear about it is from Peter McCullough this week. How plugged in would you say you and I are into what's going on compared to most Americans? I mean, compared to most Americans, like uh, orders of magnitude, orders of magnitude, but compared to the truth, the reality of the world. Yeah. uh, Not, not. And I'm not saying that to pat ourselves on the back. I'm just like anyone listening to this show is, is equally as plugged in, you know I mean? That they, they, they're paying. Yeah, but we're still like, I guess my point was how many Americans aren't paying attention. How many Americans won't ever even know what you just brought to light here that you didn't even know about because they don't pay attention, it gets covered up, or they're just apathetic to the whole thing. I'd say the vast majority. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is out there. You have to go find it. Right. They don't care to. Did you um, did you see the peaceful protesters that sacked the Oklahoma Capitol this week? I heard about it, yeah. There were peaceful protesters, though, but... On Jan 6, we called them insur- insurrectionists. Right. What's the difference? No, nobody was armed in, in either occasion. The difference what was the is, difference. The difference is simply what they're mad about. If you're mad, mad about, about leftism, they're mad about Oklahoma, Oklahoma protecting its kids. Right. If you're mad about leftism, we're going to be mad about in that. a very strange seeming election where, um, where three times in the cover of darkness after votes had stopped being counted, triple-digit swings in vote counts across the five most important states in the union in the Electoral College suddenly shifted, giving uh, the win to the guy who was coming from behind thanks to uh, unconstitutional bypassing of voting regulations in all five of those states to allow for ballot harvesting and counting of mail-in ballots like without proper signatures, et cetera, et cetera. If you're upset about that, then you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're upset about mutilating the genitalia of young children and trying to stop that, then somehow you're righteous and deserve no prosecution <laughs> if you break stuff and burn stuff. Some after things like that come out of your mouth, I'm like, why don't why do we even do this show? What's, <laughs> what's the point? We can't win. We're fighting a losing <laughs> battle. Like I I, I you know just took the wind right out of my sails. <laughs> Here, I'll blow it back in. Uh, helium from China. Thank you. <laughs> That's what you need. Uh, State of the Union address. What an S show. And I had uh, Georgia Congressman Andrew Clyde on my other show to talk about Biden trying to circumvent the Second Amendment by redefining terms, which you know they love to do. Like, what's a woman? What's a vaccine? Uh, they can redefine anything they want. And they're trying to oh, do it with guns. It's called Newspeak. Yeah. Uh, Orwellian stuff. And uh, he said he said that he had set the bar very, very low. And Biden managed to go even under that for how bad the State of the Union address was. I do have a clip, though. And I have researched this. And I can't find anything about Republicans wanting to do away with um, Social Security or Medicare, but uh, Biden's up there saying the usual stuff, just making stuff up, speaking it into existence. Here it is. Joseph R. Biden, State of the Union Address. Some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans... Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. I, I've never heard the caucus just openly jeer and mock the president when he says something. Have you like that? Um, that to that happen, degree? That didn't happen to Trump? I mean, well, I did someone just I definitely stand remember up and yell and call him a liar like Marjorie Taylor Greene did to I Biden. definitely remember Crip Keeper uh, Nancy Pelosi tearing up a speech. And then there was that dude during the Obama administration, Joe something or other, when the immigration, you know, she did tear up a speech. 
Yeah, well, remember when Obama tried to claim that illegal immigrants would not get their health care provided by Obamacare? That one guy, Joe, something or other, like screamed, you lie. Mm-hmm. So we've been trending this in this direction for quite some time. Yeah. OK, let's continue. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not. How dare. How dare a couple of individuals throw something out there? Like, how dare they? Like, I'm not saying it's a majority. I'm not even saying it's all that many. It might just be like one person, but <laughs> you're all a bunch of evil bastards for it. Yeah. Look, dude. but here's the truth. What he's talking about, I heard Bongino explaining this, is Senator Rick Scott from Florida, who's actually proposing certain aspects of Social Security and Medicare need to be reined in because it's horribly bankrupt. Horribly bankrupt. Yeah. And it's one of the three or four largest line items on the federal budget. So, yeah, some serious reforms are needed or it's not going to exist. The whole system is going to implode. For us. What am I talking about? They just print the money anyway. It's all a big house of cards. So who gives a crap? It goes back to my reparations argument. Hell, just give the money away. You're just going to make it up anyway. What what does it matter? Well, yeah. What what does it matter until, like, do you do the shopping or does Ashley do the shopping? Ashley does the shopping. Okay, I do probably 50% of the shopping. And I see it at the grocery store, like, stuff that used to be 30% cheaper, sometimes 50% cheaper. So the more money we print, the more inflation is going to go up. Where's the tipping point? Like, whenever, like, the bubble has to burst eventually, man. We can't just, we can't just pay $12 for a dozen eggs. It's not realistic. Yeah, I know. But, you know, he said repeatedly, let's finish the job. And the job he's talking about is destroying the American economy and converting us into a neo-commie fascist oligarchy. Uh, He doubled down on taking away ARs in that speech as well. Um, What really he has, especially now that we have the House, uh, there's nothing, there's, there's no way that that's going anywhere. The only way they can force gun control is not on the federal level. They're going to have to take a step back and try to do it on a state level, uh, which New Mexico just did. Check this out, dude. New Mexico yesterday passed a bill into law that would outlaw the sale, transfer, possession of ARs, so assault rifles. And this is the best part, which is the criminal component. There's no grandfather clause for anyone that has legally purchased an AR in the past. And you have until July 23rd, I believe, of 2023 to turn in your AR or or sell it to someone else in a different state or you could become a felon facing up to 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. This is in California? No, New Mexico. <sighs> New Mexico. Really sucks what they've done to that cool state. Um, you know what the best approach is? Well, you know what I'm really thankful for is that um, on paper, I don't own an AR-15. Mm, when you think about, I'm just going to just move on. I don't own any either. <laughs> There's zero in that gun safe behind me. Uh, who's the most entitled <clears throat> crybaby asshole in America? Who's the most what crybaby a-hole? The most entitled like most in size LeBron James. No, that's the one no. that is the, yeah. you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. I sent you this screenshot of his, his uh, quote from this week where he says, there are times when I wish I could do normal things. I wish I could go to target sometimes and walk into Starbucks and have my name on the cup. Just like regular people, just like regular people. America sucks so bad. I can't even get my name on the Starbucks cup with my, yeah. Does he have a billion? He might have a billion dollars with all of them. He might have a billion dollars. I'm pretty sure he's worth a billion. Yeah. An athlete with a billion dollars bitching about 
just wanting to be a regular guy. I get it. Yeah, this says he's worth 1.2. Um, you know, there was a time where I might have had some sympathy for that type of thing, but not from that guy. No. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think about um speaking of basketball, my Mavs picking up Kyrie Irving, the flat earther anti-vaxer. Who I've always been a big fan of for well, I became a fan for him sticking to his guns on not getting the shot. I mean, you know who's not going to be in the documentary died suddenly? Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Kyrie and that cat for the magic um, have got to be. And then there, and there are somebody for the Wizards, all guys who took vehement stands mm. uh, against this stuff. Those guys have got to be the official NBA players of the Justified Pursuit podcast. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm talking about? The guy from the... There was yeah, a guy from you're Orlando about. who like the most. I forget his name. Yeah, but yes, yeah, he's. I think one of them also was, and he's African American. He refused to uh, kneel for the national anthem. Yeah, I think that was the magic guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We will have a uh, official Mount Rushmore of NBA players for justified pursuit. The guy from the be, magic. We should be more was, respectful you... for not. You know, we should know their names. We, we yeah we should <laughs> <laughs> we have to call our own foul there uh speaking of fouls leah thomas dude this this is incredible and i i have not uh talked to you about this because i just jonathan, saw hold on jonathan isaac jonathan isaac the orlando magic guy and then i think the other one was the wizards right i don't remember i, I remember jonathan isaac yeah sure. bradley beal bradley beal Oh yeah, dude. We talked about Bradley Beal yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah. The best I mean, one of like we a top actually five played score, the clip right? from him. Right. About, yeah, yeah. Exactly. About like I don't know what's in that vaccine, you know. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Jonathan Isaac's approach was I've got my facts, and he f- fired him like a flamethrower. And then Bradley Beal's was more like passive aggressive, like you know, more of a middle finger. He didn't bother to like get into the the weeds on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were both awesome in their own right. Yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're the all-stars of justified pursuit as yep. far as spoiled overpaid nba athletes go um right. leah thomas dude this <laughs> is incredible i'm gonna read this this is from breitbart riley Gaines, a former 12-time all-american and sec champion swimmer of kentucky says the transgender swimmer leah thomas dropped his pants and exposed his male genitalia in the woman's locker room following swim meets Recalling her uneasiness after being forced to change in front of a man, Gain told Fox News she wants the NCAA to establish separate locker rooms for transgender athletes. This is the best part. Um, we were not informed of, nor did we give our consent to have to change in front of a biological male. To me, that was way worse than the competition piece. Not even probably a year, two years ago, this would have been considered some form of sexual assault or voyeurism. But now, not even as they are just allowing it to happen, it's almost as if these large organizations are encouraging it to happen. Almost, It's almost like that. And then she goes on to talk about how uh, the NCAA wanted to suppress the voices of people like her and how they would blackball them, you know, cause problems for them if they spoke out. But she's... Uh, she's no longer competing she graduated so that's why she's come out and said this you imagine you just you're a female undressing getting out of your swimsuit you're naked and there's just a big old six foot four dick in front of you that you didn't ask to see surely it's not six foot four he's six three (laughs) six three or six four she said in the piece i just read it (laughs) surely you got what i was getting at yes um, it's uh, what I took away from that was how breathtaking the left's ability to move the goalposts is from like, sexual assault to accepting of this. Well, well, no, I mean these women clearly never wanted to have to lose national championships to this dude, right? But they're like abandoning that and saying, "Can we just not have to look at his?" Dick. dong yeah in the locker room and he looks she's got him too she's right she's got a great point like yeah this not even just some other time it's funny because if you did that you'd be charged with 
some kind of sexual crime. Mm-hmm. But all you have to do then say is like, yeah, but I rec- I identify as a woman. It's it's insane, man. It doesn't make any sense. You would if I am a biological man and I say that I'm a man and I pull my pants down in front of a locker room of women, I am going to be a sexual predator and have that on my record for the rest of my life. This dude pulls his dick out and they celebrate it. They celebrate it. Yay, Leah, you're so brave. Pull your pecker out. Show all the girls your pecker. They want to see it. Yep. Insane. And speaking of the uh, transgender thing that we always, well, I'd love to just not talk about trans stuff on a show, but dude, there's always trans stuff to talk about. Always. Because that's their, to me, that seems to be the rallying cry of the left. Right? Yeah. And if you, even if you think as a Democrat that it's weird and you're not, not really down with it, well, you can't really say anything about it because then you're canceled or ostracized from your own party. They will eat you from within. So everybody better just get right and accept it. Um, so, but in that same vein, Idaho, you would think Idaho, a good, you know, conservative stronghold wouldn't have these types of problems, but the, uh, the Idaho public school system sent out a memo to teachers. I don't know that this has been signed into law yet, but this was, I think it was an advisement that teachers could face disciplinary action if they tell a student's parents that their kiddo is identifying at school as something other than their biological sex or using another name. Disciplinary action, you could lose your job, Chisholm, if you were concerned about the mental state of one of your students enough to tell their parents like, hey, did you know that Jimmy is calling himself Jill at school? Or Jill is uh, calling herself Jimmy and she's uh, wearing one of those things that locks her boobs down. Whatever those things are called. Binders. Shouldn't even exist. Binders should not exist. You, you have nothing. You're just like, blah. Yeah, I, I mean. But, but let's go back Sorry. to uh, 2000. I think it was probably like 2016 maybe 17, we were in Boise, Idaho together for a backcountry hunters and anglers extravaganza, which, you know, that organization we've both soured on because they are leftist woke tards. Uh, But our Uber driver in Boise told us, do you remember what he said? I don't remember. You brought this up the other day and I don't even remember. uh, Is this on the way to the airport? Yeah. Yeah, he told us that the Californians Californians were moving into Boise at a rapid rate and destroying Idaho's conservative traditions. Yep. And here you are. Here you are. I only have one other thing on the notes for today. What do you have? Do you have anything else? We talked about balloons. There was something you mentioned for me to make a note of in our conversation yesterday, and I didn't. I don't know if you remember that. But... Well, way to go, dude. Like, I have a CRT redirect. The new I thing. was driving. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I hope. Don't know about that guy. We. Yeah, I think I was driving and I asked you to write it down because I was driving, so you didn't. So I guess no, I definitely I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> I don't Here's remember. Heart attacks and strokes are on the rise among Americans younger than 40. Uh, headline. Uh, we have no say. Dairy farm ordered to dump 30,000 liters of milk after exceeding quota amid soaring prices. That's in Canada. So Canada apparently sets a quota for dairy farms on how much milk they can produce. And amid a dairy uh, crisis, we've been ordered to dump out 30,000 liters of milk. There's nothing wrong with the milk. You just produce too much. Never mind the fact that we are in a milk and egg shortage. Dump it out. Dude, they want to control everything. Yeah. They want to control everything. Totally. Mm Mm-hmm. Democrats demand removal of Lincoln Emancipation Memorial in D.C. because it's racist. 
<laughs> the guy that freed the slaves, nobody's more racist than him. <clears throat> Nobody more racist than Abe Lincoln. So let's talk about CRT real quick and we wrap this thing up. Whoopi Goldberg, your favorite. <clears throat> that fat ass. Like if she wears white, she looks like the China spy balloon. That's how big Whoopi's got. <laughs> fat, fat bitch. And uh, anyway, Whoopi. <laughs> yeah, uh, Whoopi was, they had uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme Pierre on their stupid show. And she asked her to speak to Biden about not erasing black history and pretending like blacks weren't a part of this country's history. So what does she really mean? Well, she's, she's really pissed off about uh, a college class being kicked out of curriculum because it was teaching black queer studies. And, but what she did was in her comments, she labeled conservatives as racist trying to rewrite history. We all know that there's only one side that's actually trying to rewrite history, Chisholm, and it ain't us. We want history taught. We want to learn from our mistakes. What we don't want to do is teach seven-year-old kids that they're inherently racist based off of the color of their skin and the transgressions of people 250 years ago. But this is the- yeah, or, or inherently oppressed and trapped in a- in a in in that state of oppression no matter what just because of the color of their skin right i mean it, it's not just the white perspective it's how demoralizing is it to be told like you're a victim even if you don't you know even if you live in a nice middle class neighborhood and have like a normal life and opportunity in this country you're still a victim right like it's it's all the above yeah but in the name of teaching racism, they're calling us racist. That's the that's the that's the irony. About well, the, the funny thing. thing is that the thing she's upset about was about LGBTQ disguised and masqueraded masqueraded as a black issue. Like they're trying to portray what DeSantis is doing in Florida. It's 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 a it's a it's a black queer theory class or something like that mm -hmm. and they're like oh they're trying to erase black history it's like no they're trying to go after weird sexual indoctrination that's disguised as a race issue yeah and she they don't, they don't want to talk about that because they already lost the argument on the lies about the don't say gay bill correct so here's her exact quote. I have one thing I would like you to tell the president, and she's talking to KJP here. We need him to talk about the importance of education in Florida and in Texas. So, okay, the two biggest conservative strongholds in the country from a voting perspective. So we need to, we need to re, we don't know. Let's interpret it. What she's saying is we need to indoctrinate the youth of Texas and Florida. Correct? Would you agree? That's what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what they're saying is we get to run the education program and say what we want, and the conservatives mm -hmm. are evil, so they're not allowed to. She, she goes on, we need for you to tell the president to stand up and say all American history involves people of color. Will you send that message to him for me? Whoopi asked Jean-Pierre. <laughs> oh, geez, dude. And then I sent you one other note, and I just sent this one to you. This is great. And it makes me proud of Texas. So uh, there's a bill proposed that would ban diversity, equity, and inclusion at Texas universities. Did you see that? Uh, yes. State Representative Carl Tepper of Lubbock filed a bill to prohibit higher education institutes from funding or supporting diversity, equity, and inclusion offices, HB 1006 also prohibits any efforts to formulate diversity beyond what is necessary to uphold the equal protection of the laws under the 14th Amendment. We call it division, inequity, and indoctrination. Tepper said. Yeah, well, it's interesting because all these tens of thousands of layoffs in the tech sector, 
you know who's getting hammered the hardest? Mm. The DEI officers. Like I was listening to something the other day that was saying that like all of the major tech companies, you name it, right? They went from like a, a workforce of over a hundred in their HR department, specifically on DEI, to like two. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, Good. I mean, so you know, if tech is bailing on DEI and ESG, which of course DEI is a fundamental component of, is you know now out in the open and being clubbed to death on Wall Street, we may be on the verge of this thing swinging back the other direction. Yeah. Mm. It's funny because, you know, just like the left is so good at doing when you hear diversity, equity, and inclusion, it sounds so nice. Then when you dig into it, it's like, it's actually like, it's actually, you know, like uh, segregation and um, it's, it's a holding back competent people and it's, you know, it's grooming and it's, a whole bunch of bad stuff, but it sounds so nice when you roll it all together as DEI. It's so weird to me. The equity part, though, is like straight up communist, if you know your t- terminology. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just going to say, it's so weird to me that 15 years ago, I don't think we, oh, no, I know we weren't. We weren't at this crossroads as a racially divided country. Yes, there's always been racism, but yeah, we have made a lot of progress. And then under Obama's watch, we slammed it in reverse and went back decades in the wrong direction. And we're still going the wrong direction. And Trump's not innocent of that. I mean, like, yes, he wasn't given a fair hand by the media, but, you know, I mean, Trump didn't do anything really to, he wasn't, he never said anything racist, but I would say he, he didn't really do anything to bring it back the other direction. Biden has continued to just kind of go down the path that Obama was on, but at warp speed. That's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's all he's got is yeah. <laughs> so I now I've taken the wind out of your sails. This is a good place to stop and end on an absolute stunner of a high. I gotta Sorry go to bring everybody down. I got to go get sweaty. <laughs> That's I'll do better next week. I promise everybody. I I think the first, uh, well, basically up until about the last five minutes was a great, great show. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed it. <laughs> cool. For Chisholm Cook, I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning in to episode 114 of Justified Pursuits. And we will see you guys next week. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Nothing.